Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Okay, hi everybody. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, Becky and I are reviewing Ember by Emma Renshaw. It is book one of the Burn series. And I guess I should say hi, Becky. Hi, Leah. I was like, okay. Leah's going to just like skip that there are um, other people here, but Leah, but then you added my name. I'm just going right in. in. So. I'm just <laughs> going okay. right in. If we didn't have an awkward intro, intro, I don't know that people would know they were listening to us. It's kind of our I think gig. it's kind of our, well, we have an awkward <laughs> intro and then we're still figuring out the, the, the goodbye. So we'll right. get there eventually. I, it might I take a year. I feel but. very confident with happy reading though. Like I feel like that is- I do is, like happy reading. That is a yeah. good one. Anyway, so- uh, Ember by Emma Renshaw. This is the synopsis from Goodreads. One night changed an entire town. Ten years ago, I left Hawk Valley. I never planned to return. Not to the regret, not to the regrets, the bitter memories, the guilt. My baseball career gave me both the excuse and the money I needed to start over. Then my mom called and I found myself headed back to the one place I swore I wouldn't step foot in again. Meeting Delilah wasn't part of the plan. Falling in love with her adorable son was even less so. And yet what's brewing between us is too intense to be to be denied. The unexpected passion is almost enough to distract us from the crumbling of both our worlds. But even as the sparks fly, someone is waiting in the shadows to burn it all down. And so this has a release date of April 21st of 2020. Um, the tropes are single mom, a small town, and suspense. And the steam level, I'd say probably about a three. Because yeah. it's steamy, but it's not like overtly steamy. No, no, but, it's pretty. But you don't miss it. No, and it was, there's angst, but it's like, I think it's I not within missed... the couple though. Like, No, it's backstory. It's history, angst, returning home, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of damage, um, past mistakes moments mm-hmm. um those moments in your life that define you kind of angst well in uh, in this moment like it defined a lot of people like because it the the book opens with the prologue which is the and it talks about the the one night that changed the town like it opens like the seniors are having a bonfire in a field and the bonfire collapses and a lot of people a lot of kids die a lot of people are injured like it it affects the town as a whole and so like we're we're coming back into this town and gunner who is um the hero of this book is coming back for the first time and he sees like how the entire town has been affected in these 10 years also because he doesn't come home he's a professional baseball player which Again, we're getting little snippets of those baseball trope this month or um, baseball. Yeah, baseball trope. Well, except this this releases in April or in May. This will release the first Tuesday in May. So. Oh, that's true. Past our April. But it does fit and fill our single mom. It does fit our single reading challenge. Yes. Um, Um, So it's it and you like kind of heal along with the town in this book also. Yeah, there is a lot of um, healing in this story. I mean, you might put a trigger warning on it as far as it does have some death um, and dealing and grief. Um, Mm -hmm. But overall, there's nothing like to, I guess they do mention the one situation that uh, Delilah is connected to that 
is um, someone dealing with some addiction mm -hmm. and such. So just trigger warning thoughts for there. Um, this was originally marketed as a sports romance. Ever, you know, like you read the blurb and you think it's really going to be heavy in baseball, right? But it's not. It really isn't. This is a story of redemption. Mm -hmm. This is going back home, small town, and heal and healing and, you know, moving forward. And, you know, can you, can you ever really go back home, so to speak? Um, yeah. Well, especially when like there's so much, so much hurt and so much loss, like yeah. in an area that like you, like he was, he wasn't planning on staying. Like his goal was, he was going into the draft the next day um, or like the next week. Maybe. Um. Yeah, he was leaving to do some like sports clinics when the fire happened. His best friend mm -hmm. was supposed to be going with him. Um, and then the fire happens. Yes. So, I mean, like he was never planning on staying like long term. Um, but this kept him away because he he really like he lost a lot that night. He and, really because he and he got burned very badly. So like he is dealing with injury like continued injuries like because of this fire also yeah um and the reason he's coming home is his mom's been diagnosed with cancer and typically she always went to wherever he was to visit and yeah. she's asked him to come home so he was the at the end of a contract where he was currently playing baseball and he went home for the in the off season so in yeah, the winter off season uh went home in the off season with hopes to potentially pick up another contract with a team and that like, might be a little and get closer. traded like closer. Yeah. But she she doesn't tell him the full truth though. Like she doesn't say like how bad things are. She's like, you need I want you to come home. Like yeah. but she kind of leaves him in the dark a little bit, which I mean I I can get, but she I think she felt that it was time that he needed to come home. Like he needed to face the past and he needed yeah. to be able to move forward. So, and I do want to say, even though he was a baseball player, he did not read like a typical jock. Yeah. Um, and this is not your, this is so much more than jock meets girl. Yeah. This, this was not big sports hero returning home. He actually, well, yes, he is a sports hero and everybody knows it, but because of the fire, he's kind of also has this survivor's guilt and label. And mm -hmm. so there are people in town that are not a fan of him. Yeah. So it, it does not read typical sports uh, romance. No, not at all. But let's talk about Delilah a little bit. Yes. So Delilah is not originally from this town. Like that, her and her parents and her brother are transplants. They purchased. It's a a B and B. It's like a camping resort. Like it's like lodges. Yes. In okay. a woods next they to have a cabins. lake. Yes. Yeah, and they have cabins. And then they have like a center. So like imagine dirty dancing resort style, but it's in Texas. Yeah. So, you know, little cabins, a big general resort area where people come in and eat and have meals and activities. Yeah. And so she like is that. the chef there um, and her parents own it. And she lives there with her son, Tucker, in one of the cabins. And Tucker meets Gunner and is like floored because he is one of his favorite all-time players because Tucker loves baseball and Gunner like he really takes Tucker under his wing like he plays with it like teaches him baseball and like hangs out with him and like sometimes you don't always get that in these types of stories where like he really like 
has a connection with Tucker before he has a connection with Delilah. Well, and sometimes even in a single mom romance where, you know, we've marketed as a single mom, she's obviously has at least one child. Mm-hmm. You don't always see a ton of interaction between the, the characters kids. and the kids mm-hmm. um, yes. with the main characters. It's usually just mom and child. You don't necessarily see the hero and child in these books sometimes. Yeah. But really, Tucker played an integral part in this relationship as far as bringing them together, mm-hmm. creating this connection, um, helping them to kind of open their eyes to what was yeah. around them and what they were doing and kind of pushed opportunities a little bit that helped them kind of force themselves to be together, which I thought was really great. Mm-hmm. So I did. I liked that about her. Um, she Delilah is also a super like real likable character. She could be my neighbor. She could be my cousin. She could be my friend. She reads. I want her to be my friend. You like, want her to just, be your friend. I, I want everyone to be my friend. Um, she but has she a- reads. She reads so normal. Like she is a down to earth, normal like there's nothing fantastical about her. Like she has the everyday stresses. She has the everyday, like she's like, I need help. I need this. Like she is, she's willing to ask for help. She's willing to rely on her family for support and for help. And I, and I really love the way that, um, she's written. Yeah. She has, um, she is dynamic and gentleness is my Mm -hmm. thought process. Like, she does big things in this story, but they're very subtle and very gentle. She is not an in-your-face heroine, which I think makes it even easier to fall in love with her and root for her because she's so unexpected in romance. Mm-hmm. Um, she's so genuine. Like you, like you read her story and she's so genuine in her love and her care and the way she treats people. Like, like I feel like there are, are occasions where we'll read a heroine who they want them to be this kind, nice character, but it almost seems forced. And so you don't, it doesn't read as truly believable, but the way Delilah is written, like she, she's written so well that like you picture her as this almost soft spoken but she's not timid in any way. Like she's no. not timid. She's very sure of herself and very sure of everything. But she does have a secret. She does have a secret, and which we're secret, not going to tell you the secret. Nope. Because the, but she yeah. is hiding a secret that could destroy everything for her. Um, yes. And so I'm not, that's all I'm going to say about it. She does have a secret. And, and that creates some interesting interactions between her and Gunnar. Mm-hmm. But because I, of the secret. I but I think that like she doesn't keep the secret to be malicious and she doesn't keep the secret to to hide things. Like she has a a valid reason for doing it. She and does. I under, and I understand her reasoning because of the nature of the secret. And so it puts it puts her in a tough place because because she she needs to she has reasonings for guarding it and yeah. her, her family is aware of it. And like, they, they understand why she didn't tell Gunner and they understand why the secret is kept also. And because they are the secret keepers as well. And right. so, cause it's, it's it, but it was an interesting dynamic the way it played out. 
Yeah. I do want to talk about the um, subplots and supporting characters of the story. We did talk about the little bit of the subplot that it's more than just their relationship. It's also Gunner coming home. So we hit that piece of it. We've talked about um, her Delilah's story and her, you know, her secret. Mm -hmm. Um, But there were also some other things too. Like the town is, so I think it's been like, what, 10 years since the fire? It's been 10 years, yes. So the town is really starting to like kind of move on from it, Mm -hmm. like move forward to the healing, which opens up to these, to more of these characters, basically these high school kids that this fire really impacted the most um, are adults now and they've gone to college or they've made way into their life are starting their careers and some are returning back to this small town. Um, And there are some pretty dynamic characters Mm -hmm. in this book. Um, You have her brother. Yes. Colt. Colt. And he's the, he's a sheriff officer, police officer. He's a, he is a cop, like a deputy. Yeah. Um, he totally gives Gunner a hard time. Like he does. Well, he's very protective of his sister and he's very protective of Tucker. And like you, he, you can tell like he, he's not obnoxious about it though. Like he's very like just loving and wants the best for her. Yeah. Um, and then there is Delilah's best friend. McKenna. McKenna, because I didn't write the name down, and we know how I am with names. So yes, there well, is Mc- and, and McKenna was actually very good friends with Gunner um, when they were in high school, right? Um, but I don't want to to give you why. You have to read the book for why. Yeah. But but they were very very close. In yeah, her story actually just came out in oh. Smolder in. There's some there's some big moments in that. Okay, well, I've only read book one of this series, so it's a four book series. I've only read book one. We well, um, need to read the other three. <laughs> well, yes, but they're not in KU, so this That's is true. the problem for me. Um, okay, her parents and the golf carts with the cabins and the different names. They're like and the golf carts out golf carts because yes, uh, yeah, because hers is her mom's is like a Mustang or something. Yes, like. But yes. yeah, so they are fancy <laughs> golf carts. Well, and her parents are hilarious. Like I just, they add, you know, especially her dad, they add mm-hmm. a little bit of comic relief and a little bit of um, moments of, you know, hilarity that keeps the story going. But the golf carts was definitely a fun, yeah, a fun piece to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else? I love how supportive her parents were, though, like of, in the decisions that like she made and like and they were very supportive of everything that she did and of how Colt did. And I and I thought that was just it was nice to see because you don't always get that in like these types of stories. Like the parents, a lot of times, just because that's how it plays out, like are not always the best. Yeah. And it was nice. Like Gunner had a very loving mom. And like she was very supportive of him and his decisions, and she understood why he stayed away. And then Delilah's parents were very loving and supportive. And like you had that on both sides. And I thought that was a really nice thing to see. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I really liked this story. I very much enjoyed it. So let's get down to the final buzz then. Um, okay. So did you like this book? I did like this book. Um, Delilah and Gunner are such likable characters. 
there's enough with the secrets and a little bit of a twist in there that mm-hmm. um, keep the story really flowing. It It's not a long read. So I really did. I enjoyed it very much. What about you? Yes. Um, I really like this book. It was the first book I ever read by Emma Renshaw. And then I proceeded to binge like everything else that like she had out at the time, because naturally, like that's how I roll. Um, but this one, there were a couple twists in like the the bad guy in this book is not who you're expecting at all. Like it 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 was very it was very well written and very well done. And like the the twist is not not what you're expecting. It is so not. who would typically like this book? Um, so for me, this is pure contemporary romance. Um, you have to be okay with some character development being done in flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um in order to really understand both these characters and get a grasp for who they are, their stories are told through flashbacks. Um, but I thought not, the flashbacks worked really well. Like they, they did. flowed well. Like because sometimes I'll read a story and like I don't feel like the flashbacks like are woven as smoothly into the story. But I thought that they they went really really well and like moved organically through the whole thing. They do. They do very well. But some people, you know, really prefer their character development to happen as the couple is growing together. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not the case in this story. So no. just a thought. I liked it. It was well done. And again, I typically do not love flashbacks. Flashbacks, I sometimes think, are an author's easy way out for character You're development. like, oh, no, we're doing this again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't figure out how to do this in the main part of the story. So I'm just going to make something up that happened five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it'll fix the problem. And it's like, but I, I think with, I think with this, this whole series, like the, the way that the book starts out, like she always starts out at the bonfire. So she has that natural like starting point. So yeah. she can hop back and forth, but she doesn't hop a lot. So it makes it nice. Um, did you like, who would typically like this book? Do you think? Um, any book, any, any book who likes any person. Any who likes a single parent book with a little suspense mixed in and a backstory that spans over um, a few years also. Yeah. So would you recommend this book? Um, I absolutely would. This is the only book I have read by Emma Renshaw. And I now I've read it twice. I read it when it first came out. And now I've read this and I do very much like her. Um, but it's a matter of finding her either in the library or, you know, biting the bullet and paying and for buying. a book. Yes. I don't, these, these ones are worth it because they're, they're a good reread. Like that, that's the one thing if I'm buying a book, like, is it something I would read again? And I feel like these yes. are good rereads. Yeah. Um, I would recommend this book also, and I have recommended it. I actually got it. I was recommended it by Rachel, who is read with Rach on Instagram. Uh, She's like, you need to read this, this author, you'll love her. And so. Yeah. This book was very well done. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's totally worth reading. Everyone should check it, it out. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this quick shot of romance. Happy reading, everybody. Happy reading. We'll see you next time. Bye. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.